Welcome to this week's episode of On Baby, where Chicago meets the DMV. I want to start this week's episode off with the news that Fred Hoiberg from the Chicago Bulls was fired today. He left the Chicago Bulls with a 5-19 record for this season. However, he's been suffering miserably for the last four seasons as a Chicago Bulls head coach. Now, I never liked Fred when he first joined the team, but he used to be a Chicago Bull back in the day, and he was doing very well as a new talent at Iowa State before joining the Bulls as the head coach. There was a long line of guys that could have been the head coach or should have taken a place when Tom Thibodeau left, like uh, assistant coach like Randy Brown, who's been uh, part of the Chicago Bulls running championship eras and been an assistant coach with the Chicago Bulls for a long time. But Randy didn't get the nod. They brought Fred Hoiberg in from Iowa State. And I think this is his first time even coaching in the NBA. But either way, he's gone now, and I'm so happy you could tell that, you know, the team didn't really respect him. Last week, Zach Levine waved him off in a game when he was he was sending out plays to Zach. Zach waved him off and like, look, I'm going to take my own shot. He shot a three, missed it. Fred Hoiberg was disgusted. But either way, you could tell right there that was, that was the beginning of the end for Fred Hoiberg in Chicago. So hit the road, Jack. So who do you guys think the next head coach of the Chicago Bulls should be? Personally, I'd like to see Mark Jackson or Jason Kidd get another chance at coaching in the NBA. Jason Kidd, um, former New Jersey Net and also former head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, did a good job with that young team when he got Giannis in there, but he didn't stay long enough for him to see what's materializing now in Milwaukee. And then you already know the story about Mark Jackson former Golden State head coach who was replaced with Steve Kerr before Golden State started running for their championships. And now he's on the broadcasting deck. But I think that he basically groomed the Golden State Warriors to who they are today because most of the players are still there. Um, Mark Jackson would be an excellent fit. So with Jason Kidd, they have an up-and-coming rising star in Zach Levine. And I think that they would be able to really showcase some of their skills and and impart some of their wisdom onto him to make him an all-star because he's already getting there. So let's see who Chicago picks. And also uh, uh, one of the assistant coaches that I used to love and admire back in the day when I used to go to Chicago Bulls games was Randy Brown, who is part of those Chicago Bulls championship teams, has been an assistant coach with the Chicago Bulls for a very long time. I would also like to see one of those assistant coaches get a promotion and run that squad because they've been there for a long time. So my nod, if they choose to pick an assistant coach, I say Randy Brown. Moving on to the Washington Wizards. So it was reported yesterday that Dwight Howard would be out for three to six months with spinal surgery. It's funny how his status changed from butt surgery to spinal surgery. But either way, I wish Dwight Howard a successful surgery and also success in repairing his reputation in the locker room. 
while I was on Instagram and Facebook this weekend, I was seeing people dragging Dwight Howard on social media. Every gay reference, every transgender, any bisexual reference was about Dwight Howard. Uh, this is going to be hard for him to come back from unless he comes out and he makes a personal statement. You know, I don't think it's right to shame someone or gay shame someone to coming out of the closet if this story is true about Dwight Howard. But being in a very male-dominated field in playing basketball and having a story like this break and release and him not make a statement is kind of detrimental to Dwight Howard. So I say, at this point, if he's not going to make a statement, Dwight Howard, you need to come back, uh, or either, I'm sorry, not come back, he needs to stay home with that 11 milli and just retire and fade into the existence because... Um, Either you're going to have to stand up for yourself or, you know, uh, come back and deal with the ridicule, which is going to be tough because there's only one person that has come out in the NBA as being gay and he retired the next year after. Uh, but I think I'm still hoping that this gay shaming stops and that somebody can actually come out as gay and continue to play in the NBA. We need to push the sport forward. So anyway, good luck to you, Dwight Howard. So I'm going to introduce a topic that I don't ever talk about because I don't watch it as frequently as I should. And I don't keep up with most of the players, but we're going to talk about football because football has transcended this last week into the hot topics that us that's been on my mind more specifically about the, uh, the chiefs released Kareem hunt after a video was released of him hitting and pushing down a woman um, in a, in a, it looks like a hotel or a bar or something like that, but TMZ sports released the video. Um, and then the chiefs, the Kansas city chiefs learned about the video and asked Kareem Hunt about it. He lied about it. And then once the hotel or, or casino or wherever he was released the video through TMZ sports, they come to find out that it was a lie. And so they released him immediately. I don't know if they released him for lack of candor or because it was so damaging the way the video looked and then he was very untruthful about it. So either way, he's gone. But what are these guys going to learn? Did he not see the video that Ray Rice just went through a few years ago? And where is Ray Rice right now? At home, hopefully with his wife that stood by his side. But, you know, you cannot hit women and especially have a, a tape or anything be released and somebody sees it and think that you're not going to have any repercussions. Now, yesterday he did show up on, uh, Kareem Hunt did show up on the NFL pregame show on Fox and he was interviewed and he, you know, he seemed very remorseful and, you know, he said he made a very big mistake. Now I believe that people can, can, can come back from a mistake. But in Kareem Hunt's situation, he lied. The video surfaced. They knew he was lying. It makes the team look bad. It makes his his his, his uh, teammates look bad. Uh, the management for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's just an all-around bad deal. And the Chiefs, what, they have an 11-1 record right now, and they need him on the squad. But he's not going to be there because he's on the commissioner's exempt list, which basically means he has to be out of sight for a very long time. Here's the thing. In this society, you can't come back from domestic violence, raping women, drugging women. 
it's basically a wrap for you, especially if you're an African-American man. It's just not going to happen. So uh, if, if we see Kareem Hunt on the football field again, it would be a total shock and surprise to me, you know, even though he apologized, even though, you know, he's a young man still learning life's lessons. I think it's over for Kareem Hunt. Tell me what you guys think. So I've been doing a little bit of Christmas shopping online over the last couple of days, which kind of put me in the mood for Christmas. Uh, this morning I put up the Christmas tree and, you know, had some little reindeer decor and candy canes out. And so I was wondering, like, you know, I normally don't get this excitement, excited for Christmas, uh, but I'm a little excited this year, not necessarily because I want to get gifts. I, I think I'm excited, a little low-key excited for Christmas because of the happiness that it brings to the world. And even though it's a very short-lived thing because the evilness will come back in society once Christmas and New Year, New Year's is over. However, you know, this little bit of happiness that the, the world can get from celebrating the holidays is a beautiful thing. It's been a rough year for a lot of people. 2018 has not been very kind to me. And has not been been very kind to a lot of my friends. And, you know, the misery in the world has been going on since 2016. So if you get an opportunity to share some happiness with people and your family, your friends during the Christmas holidays, please make sure you do that. If you're thinking that you don't want to put your Christmas tree up, that you don't want to shop for gifts or whatever, you know, please put yourself in a better mind state and start sharing some of your happiness with other people by gift giving or spending time with family and friends that you don't normally spend time with. So, you know, today I got in the mood. I wanted to share that with you guys. So hopefully you'll get in the mood and then you can feel that energy. <coughs> Excuse me. You'll feel that energy throughout the new year and in, in, in months to come. <coughs> I had a slight coughing fit at the end of that last segment. But anyway, like I was saying, please... Bring on the Christmas cheer. I'm ready for it. That'll do it for this week's episode of On Baby, where Chicago meets the DMV. Thanks for listening.